This is CliffCentral.com. The sticks and the stones that you used to throw. It's 9 <laughs> I want to thank Gareth Cliff for taking six minutes of my show. But it's fine. You know what? He owns the station. So he can do that. If he took a whole hour, I'd even be happier. But uh, it's the Guest Comedy Podcast with Dave Levinson, and we also have Eric Janssen. Eric on Janssen the is. At the what moment. is your function on the Confused. show? I keep asking you every week. Yeah. What's up? What is your function? My function is to bring you news and try and make it funny, or give you news, and then you can make it funny. And uh, I also tell you about the details, so I welcome you. I say hi. Welcome to the Guest Comedy Podcast. Uh, be sure to listen to this on uh, the Cliff Central app, or go to cliffcentral.com and download it if you're not listening it uh, listening to it today on the 24th of June. Yes. Also, follow us at Gas Comedy on Twitter. Uh, go to the www.gascomedy.co.za to get the gig listing info. And also, tweet us during the show at cliffcentral.com at Gas Comedy. And uh, email us as well, info at gascomedy.co.za. We love you guys. So that's, what we, we, uh, that's what I love about it. We're asking this people to do something. Yeah. <laughs> We're asking people to do something <laughs> that they're already doing. But it's nice because the whole idea of podcasts is that we share it with yes. the world. Yes. And the reason why we share that is because we have information. That's true. And I'm passionate about, about comedy education. I think that's yes. the main thing. Because I, I meet so many people yes. at gigs and they say, I didn't know there was a comedy club here. Yeah. And that's the bigger thing. So, and, and also what's, what's nice today is, um, I don't know if I could say an old friend of mine because we were arrested once on the beach. That I still don't remember that. That's how drunk we were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were drinking and I wasn't because I threw my beer over the rocks. Which oh, hit a nudist. I remember this one. I think I hit a nudist. Was long time and ago. it wasn't even a nudist beach. No. That was uh, possibly <laughs> 17 years ago. Yeah, it was, I, I remember now. You we were young. You're 17 years ago. I was three. Well done. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> so what I want to say is that I have Bevan Cullinan with us today. Going to chat Welcome. about comedy. Yeah. And, and ads and sexy. Yeah. Because uh, I'm an old ad person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were on some ad freelance. No, no, I used to run a freelance ad agency and then ended up becoming yeah, a freelance. He was a graphic designer agency. with a one man CC. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. <laughs> exactly. It was like, I can make money. I can do this. Oh, you want a logo? Dot and a stripe. Get a map. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. So, Bevan, Bevan, you're not an old ad man. I mean, you've talked about something like 16 years of, of producing ads. Well, first of all, 14 years, and no, I'm not a producer. But thanks very much. But what do producers do? <laughs> yeah, what do they do? They just, what do they yeah, do? it's like, yeah, we'll buy that thing and make but sure you've got you, that what thing. What made you, because let's yes. follow you. Let's start from the beginning. Finish okay. that roads. Oh, really? We're doing the anthology of we'll Bevan Cullinan. Um, okay, finish that roads. When I miss you, you said you were a qualified yeah, yeah. clown. Yeah, I was a qualified clown, really. Glor- glorified. Because the there's, yeah, there's nothing like going to, to university. Like donating a kidney with student loans and paying all of that and coming out the other side and going, hey, guys, you know what I can do? Yes, I'm a professional clown. Awesome. So you, 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 your parents were against that? They were supportive. I was fortunate to have parents who just said, yeah, do whatever you want, but by the time you get to your third year, don't phone us for money. So I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. And I was like, okay. Well, so how go. did you, uh, so you finished the roads? So after I finished the roads, I moved drama. to Johannesburg and I bummed around for a year doing like, I don't know, theater, industrial theater work and stuff like that. And then I landed on uh, breakfast television on ETV back in 2000, 2001. How did you get, was that some, was it connection went, from Rhodes? No, I went to an audition and I was just crazy as crazy can be. And they hired me as Norm on the Toasty show. And then I used <laughs> to speak funny. Why did they change your name? I think it's easier just playing a character. You can just get away with more. This is pre-internet, Dave. I don't know why. 
Um, so, so did that. And then I was a stand-up comic. Uh, started the Comedy Underground with John Blissmus, which was a very influential club in the landscape. A lot of the named humans who are working today, they cut their teeth in that club. People forget that. that they you do forget that. First, you, still, yeah. you said to them, hey, you're funny. Come be Yeah. Honest. They also forget that when they stepped off stage that there was two little naive – what are you what what are you to, playing on your phone, play Dave? You're like a teenager. I am trying to tell you my life story, and you've got your your face in your phone. You That's gone now. It's gone. So yeah. like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know you. A millennial. You have kids, you come talk to me. I won't have kids. I've got kids I, all over I've the country. I've already taken care of that. <laughs> yeah. wow. um, so, name some faces back in the day. I mean, obviously, yeah, Taylor lots comes of people. Yeah, there's a lot of comics that came through there. A lot of comics that that also realized that that was where their end <laughs> had to be. That <laughs> ah, no, don't go, don't go any further because wow. this is an experimental club and people are a lot more, you know, uh, giving of their laughter than say a more commercial club in the East Rand. <laughs> like uh, you <laughs> shouldn't be telling jokes. I think you'd be better as a carpenter. To but yeah, you know, the worst thing you can do is tell some, tell a comic that because it'll bite you in the ass so quickly. Yeah. I've, I've been asked for advice once, yeah. and I won't say who the comic was, and. They then say to someone else, I don't know who Dave Levinson thinks is giving me advice. Oh, and this guy's shit. actually doing quite well now. So I never say anything. Oh, you did well. There's a guy, there's a guy called the trucker, Mark the trucker. Yes. Have you seen him? Yeah. And he often asked me for advice. I said, just keep doing it. Because yeah, it is the best way to do comedy is just keep doing it. But, but at some point, look, the advice I don't want to be the one to, to say it though. I just answer questions. I don't give advice as far as like how to be funny. If what someone you, says what to did you me, think of my set, Bevan? Uh, uh, Norm? What do you, what do you, where is I'm this I'm after from? a set now. We've done a set now. I've I haven't seen your set, Dave. This is like a hypothetical nothing. What do you Dave even, that's it? basically no, my life. It is. You're a <laughs> hypothetical <laughs> nothing. What if Dave Livingston full of was gas. born? Oh. <laughs> wow. We're going to change the name of the podcast. Yes. So, so that's the, what do you, we, in the anthology, when did the directing come in? Uh, I started shooting commercials around about 13, 14 years Can ago. Can you make it funny though when you say stuff? Yeah, I'll try. But you're asking me factual <laughs> questions. Um, so maybe I'll go. I started about 13 or 14 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, funny. I mean, I was just, I, 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 think I, was was watching, I was watching you for a while. We did, we did shows, to, we did some crazy weird corporate stuff. Yeah, we did a lot of shows. Yeah. And then there was a point where you just, you look, I could see it in your eyes. You looked at it and you said, this isn't working for me. You weren't enjoying being on stage. And I think um, you had directed a, a play at Gravestone, or were you involved in something? Yeah, something grinder after grinder. Yeah, maybe it was Gary the Tooth Fairy vibes. That's it. And then you something just made you something clicks and said, "Hang on, I can actually tell people as a funny person, knowing what what makes people laugh, how to do this." Which is uh, yeah, like I've always rare. been. I've always come when I came out of Rosa. I, I, I was always kind of there. I was kind of directing a lot of stuff there. I still direct a lot of comic shows. Like a lot of the comedian shows, it doesn't you know you can't say it like directed by them coming. But a lot of the time, I curate comics' structure and stuff when they're Did doing you do, one man uh, shows. Chris Forrest recently? Yes. Did you do Chris Forrest? Well, wow. who hasn't? No, no. So many. The queue <laughs> is so long because uh, he keeps you warm in winter. Really, he's my winter boyfriend. <laughs> he is your winter. I had, I had, I had a problem. He's with the this kind one. of bear you want. Yeah. Yeah. I said to someone, I said, "Will you be my winter girlfriend?" She's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, as soon as it gets warmer, you have to I go. Need you. I need a <laughs> She's like, "That's rude." I said, "It's not it survival. That's what people do." 
I'm, I want to winter I'm girlfriend. I'm telling Chris Forrest what you said tonight. No, he's not my winter boyfriend. Are you seeing him tonight? I have to, I have to tell you. Yeah, where where are you seeing him? Is it a gig? At the Goliath Comedy Club, actually. Yeah. Okay. Do we uh, at the, at this point now? We we get to your point in your career. We're going to take a sort of a break. I have to find. That's what I was doing on my phone. I was finding a great comedy, comedy clip, and I wanted you to say something weird so that the comedy clip was relevant to what you were saying. What do you want me to say? Have you ever, to, to give have you, you the segue you need? Have you ever offended anyone on your in your show? Oh, all the time. That was one of the things that made me not really want to do it anymore. I was tired of offending people. I just really didn't want to offend people anymore. Whoa. But you're such a. I, can I say this? You, you're a nice guy. I mean, you like to. I was a nice guy off stage. I am analytical, but I, and I do provoke. I used to provoke when I was still on the stages because I, I mean, I, I just I what what I hate is hate. stupidity on mass. <laughs> And herd mentality kind of dumbs down to the lowest common denominator. And if you can't wrap your head around that as a comic, then you start running into trouble. So you, I like I mean, this guy. You talk, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> Eric, Eric Eric Gantz Gantz is in my head comic. that I couldn't he put in words. Like, <laughs> he recently wow. did a gig where he did his first paid gig after two years of comedy. Now, I respect that because that means he said, I don't want money for this. I, was, I live with my mom. I got my golf GTI. <laughs> not GTI, City Golf, man. Come on, yeah, don't yeah. make me sound like a it's lower, so it looks lower. But he's got his, he's got his mind pr- proper. When I see these young guys coming there, they do an open mic and they want a paid slot the next night. Well, well, at, at Parkers, at a casino, where there's the kind of a herd mentality. And I, yeah, I yeah, 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 like yeah, they haven't come yeah. to the comedy club. They were they finished their money at the casino. They're walking down past. How would you end up at that side of the casino? It's the toy shop and the sweet shop and the shoe shop and the <laughs> twin pin bowling. Mm. Yeah. Then they go, okay, well, here's a comedy club. This guy got my last hundred bucks. Whereas some of those comedy clubs, people have come and they've come to see you. They come to see, yeah. okay, excuse for you. Those are, that's not, that's when you're enjoying it. So once the herd got to that and you couldn't get your mind, what do they actually want me to say? What do they well, want from me? Well, I think for me personally, if I must tell the sad side of the story, <laughs> I ran Listen, out. That's I the ran, whole tool of being a clown. I ran out of things to say to say to that specific kind of an audience. I just didn't really have much more to I say. I always to liked them. the fact that you brought through first class. Yes. Look, I mean, look, I mean, my stuff was uh, was also written in a very specific period. I mean, I think that the the landscape and the audiences have changed a lot since I was. There is a, a comic. there's a more educated audience yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what they've done is they've seen some comedy. So when someone comes and tells me, "What do you do for a living?" I'm like, "Because I don't recognize me." Firstly, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Someone last night at this gig, I was helping someone at MC, and they said, "This is Dave. He's a famous comedian." And I said, "That's the worst way you can introduce someone yeah. because surely yeah. your fame would negate the fact that you're introducing someone as being famous." Yeah, yeah. You never say. There was Pitt. another sad moment for you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My life is a series of hypothetical sad moments sad. that become real. Yeah. I said to <laughs> someone, I'm going to be on Dave Levinson's uh, show on Cliff Central podcast. And I'm like, who's Dave Levinson? And oh, I was man, like, I thought you were going to say, who's Cliff No. Who's and I said, uh, the, the M-Web Black Box guy. And they were like, <laughs> don't remember that ad. And I'm like, oh, because Yo. you're young. Yeah. That's <laughs> and thing. that's yeah, the reality, yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the reality. Years ago. Mm. But um, was that your wife who you were talking to in the story? She actually knows me. She denied me. The cock will crow three times, <laughs> and someone's Judas. getting crucified. Yeah. <laughs> Judas Dean, <laughs> never liked you. Ah, the one I kiss is the one you want. Nice. Eric, nice. did you go Sorry, on I went, I went public. I went you know what? Last I'm week sorry. we phoned Celine Dion and we asked her to be on the show, and then she was like, "No." We literally phoned. Her. She was in the country looking for a game farm, and we said, "Can you be on the show?" And she said, "So you are on the show because Celine As Dion plan B. said no." Plan B, just Celine Dion. I'm going to put that in my. Uh, can I anthology. play? Can I play a clip? <laughs> All right, this has nothing to do with with what you said. I try to say, okay. but this is a. I just came across this guy, and it's just fantastic. What he said is what I wanted to say. He just says it better. Anything without permission from the state and political correctness is the oppression of our intellectual movement. So no one says anything anymore in case somebody else gets offended. <laughs> what happens if you say that and someone gets offended? <laughs> well, they can be offended. <laughs> What's wrong with being offended? 
When did sticks and stones made break my bones stop being relevant? <laughs> Isn't that what you teach children, for God's sake? That's what you teach toddlers. He called me an idiot. Don't worry about him. He's a dick. <laughs> now you have adults going, I was offended. I was offended and I have rights. <laughs> well, so what? Be offended. Nothing happens. <laughs> You're an adult. Grow up. Deal with it. I was offended. I don't care. <laughs> nothing happens when you're offended. There's nothing. I, I went to the comedy show and, and the comedian said something about the Lord and, and I was offended. And when I woke up in the morning, I had leprosy. <laughs> nothing happens. I want to live in democracy, but I never want to be offended again. <laughs> well, you're an idiot. <laughs> law about offending people? How do you make it an offence to offend people? Being offended is subjective. That has everything to do with you as an individual or a collective or a group or a society or a community, your moral conditioning, your religious beliefs. What offends me may not offend you. And you want to make laws about this? I'm offended when I see boy bands, for God's sake. <laughs> it's a valid offence. I'm offended. They're corporate shills posing as musicians to further a modelling career. And frankly, I'm disgusted. <laughs> But what am I going to do? Call the cops? Hello, it's me again. <laughs> They're on the telly this time. <laughs> Five of them, that's it. <laughs> yeah, white suits, dancing like girls, that's them. <laughs> Five minutes, I'll be out the front traumatised. Bye. <laughs> That is, that song is also relevant. I don't want no mediocre. And I'm finding a lot of the times, even speaking to Bevan now, as we accept mediocrity as audiences and as comics. Um, I was speaking to Eric on the phone on Monday. Yeah. And the first thing I said to you, do you have any news for us for the Friday podcast? He I said, do not. Dave, it's, it's only Monday. And then I realized I was being a little bit too keen. But I, do, I don't want to be a lazy comic anymore. And no, someone like Dusty taking this, this step into, into nothingness, he said, hang on a minute, why isn't there a reference point that we can say in 1990 this happened, in 2016 this happened? And he started this podcast. He said, well, let's talk about comedy. Let's, even though it is an industry thing. And we do like, sort of moan about the industry. There's a, he, he just went and did it. Let's break it down. So I'm sick of being a lazy comic and being mediocre. So yes. that's why we're starting this. Yes. No more lazy. Eric. No, ever, We're getting ever. up. We're going to play I the Tiger. We're going we're gonna to get up and do punchlines the whole morning. Yes. Knock, knock jokes at half past 10. Yes. We're going to do uh, so like observational good. comedy. We go down to Vida and we just mock people. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get in the Uber and just point at stuff. It's comedy training. And I don't, I don't see why more, more comics don't do that. Get up in the morning, put yourself that an act, hour to writing. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, of I'm course you've got it. Um, I saw an interview so with, with Eric, Eric Janssen. When I say Eric Janssen, I mean Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Two you completely different people. He looked you. out his window one morning as a, as a successful stand-up comic. He hadn't done his show yet. He had written the idea with, with, with uh, that guy, David, Larry, Larry David. And he looked out the window and he saw a construction workers. They arrived at work at, at 6. They started at Jack Hammond's. At 10 o'clock, they had a tea break. They carried on working until one. They had another a lunch break. They worked till four. They were home at, out there by five. And he looked down and he saw his comedy friends from the night before. They all got drunk afterwards. They sat and spoke how brilliant they were. And they all woke up at about half past 11, had coffee. Some of them maybe went to gym or, did, or had other yeah, yeah, writing yeah, yeah. jobs. Yeah. And he said, hang on a minute. And that's when he decided as a comic, 
He needs to get up at six and go through the newspapers. In those days, we went to internet. Yeah. And that's what changed his career, is getting up and treating this comedy thing like, as a, job. A, like a job. Yeah. And at five o'clock, he put down his comedy stuff and he went out for dinner with his, with his girlfriend at the time and started doing what normal people do. So he still had that. And all of a sudden, he had far more time to do what his job was Yo. because that's what normal people do. Yeah. But we don't do that. What we time did you get that. up this morning? Well, I was up at six this morning, actually. Why? Because he had to be here at to, nine. Push his, exactly. to push his car out the driveway. Exactly. And they live in Rechel Park, so it's far How from here. How much park? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, exactly. Tell me the area. I don't know. Boxwood. Boxwood. So, Edenvale. 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 I live 20 minutes from Edenvale, if you must. So, you're saying you're using my where I live as a reference? Yes, because you don't know where I live. But I live in a colored area, Modifontaine. <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> what does that have to do with this conversation, Dave? Come on, man. I like man. to keep it um, culturally, culturally the, relevant. The problem is, is that it's an ego-based trade. This this trait. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Stand of me? What of me? Yeah. Well, no one says, "Listen, I didn't like your material." They say, "I don't like you." And it's you got to have a they've specific. Said, they've said that about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a cry on on my podcast. <laughs> you you got to have a specific wiring. It's not for sissies. But the problem is, is that everyone is that why you, that why you left stand up? No, no, someone left stand up. <laughs> sissy. No, I'm tougher than than that. You making like I, actual I, career money? How well, do you? Let's talk about your day. When did, when did you decide this is a working man's business? Because you can't. Well, I've been a shooting for no, but I've been shooting for fourteen years. You still have been, to go and do those uh, treatments. Am I, is that yeah, the right yeah. word? That's the that's the hardest part I think of of my job. You 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 are constantly pitching to keep your own job all the time. It's like a, being a stand up comic. So it, it hasn't changed much. I've been a freelancer my entire life, so that doesn't change. But it, it's discipline. Would you call yourself an entrepreneur? I think I'm an opportunist because uh, I came out of a university with a drama degree. It's like being a graphic designer, Dave. <laughs> You've got to find. Back to no, that. no, no. But it's a, it's it's who you are. Logo, Why? Right? Why? It's well. <laughs> You can speak to Gareth about his logo, but, but um, I, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to. We're we're all creators. You just got to create shit. You, you can't you can't just you know you you can't just go and sit there and go. Okay, I'm in my office now and I'm being a stand up comedian. Well, no. Do you find work. these phases in terms of the industry like they'll dig you for three months? You'll just be working on three or four treatments. You're in the zone, and then it just goes quiet for no reason. You're just not liked yeah, anymore. Yeah, maybe. Or do you take it personally? Do you realize it's not you can't you? take it personally, but you. I mean, it comes with disappointments. It's the same as any human. Who works in a job and has disappointments where so and so got a, a raise, you didn't, the key. or blah blah blah. That's what Mel Miller always says don't let a good gig go to your head and a bad gig no, go to your heart. No, it's, you it's can't. actually not your fault that, that you aren't being booked. You've got to look at the at the body of your work, you've got to look at it uh, over like a five year period. Or you've a lost a lot period. of weights on your body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, I'm trying to make it funny, but what <laughs> you're saying is so real. Yeah, relevant. trying being the operative Sorry, word there, Dave. Uh, okay. You've got to be. That was kind of funny. Though. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bevan has lost. When I knew Bevan, he was on that beach, I think we were arrested because they thought you were a, a whale and we tried ah, to push you back ah, into the sea. You see, now you are pushing. And you that's why that never. Now you are pushing. <laughs> Dave, why are you pushing this thing? <laughs> that cop was hectic. Though. You know what happened? You? He recognized you, and that's yeah. why I've, that's where ego yeah. came in because no. he arrived he, on the beach. He, he recognized, recognized you me the as show. a famous human, and he decided on that day that he was going to teach me a lesson. <laughs> Just but, saying, but Dave's also famous. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. That was the only time I didn't. I did have an open beverage on a on a public beach, so he ha- was with his rights. Beverages. But he could have been cool, but he wasn't cool. He was Eska super cuck, not Eska super cool. He was, eh? and he yeah. was. It was his first day on the job as well. And they said to him, also, like as he left the briefing, because he had to just watch for littering or yeah. whatever. As he, and also, if you see any famous people drinking, then you must also arrest them. As he left, yeah, he didn't hear that. Don't arrest them. So now, ego. Let's go back to that. You, you, how do you get jobs? Let's go through your day. Is your is your day a professional day? Are you, are you sitting in the office going, "Let's get"? No, this? I'm constantly marketing. I'm constantly trying to convince humans that they should use us. That's use it. us. What's your company called? Um, 
I'm with a I'm signed to a shop called Picture Tree. So they've they've been around for 20, picture tree. 20 years, yeah. Not picture tree. Picture tree. Picture tree. Yeah. What's the U R E? So it's a production that? company. I don't know. Is it not because they've got different branches of I things? I don't know, Dave. You're really struggling on this, eh? You're struggling to find the comedy here. <laughs> the trunk. There's no. I can guarantee what's, you, there's no comedy here. What's What's grey and has a trunk? I don't know. A mouse going on holiday. Oh, look at you. Ah, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Hey, ah. hey. And then how do briefs? How do you, how do they work? That's something I also want to speak to. Let's let's use let's use Eric as a, as our our comic, a barometer. Do you market yourself and how do you do it? It can't just be Twitter and Facebook. Well, when I speak to people, obviously. So networking. Whenever I'm with friends and stuff and they're like, yo, when do you have a gig again? And then I give them the full run of when I'm performing. Like you did in the beginning of the show? Yes. yes when are you performing? Yes. yes. Uh, tomorrow night at the State Theatre, actually. The State Theatre? That sounds long. Yeah, yeah. That's well, a Pretoria. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that gig, man. I'm doing that gig. It's going to be nice fun. Gig. It's going to be fun, yeah. That play, you know what's nice is that comedy has a resurgence within that State Theatre. It's almost like that was ready to be... Let's see, Pretoria, is it still there? It's still there. Okay. It's still Just there. checking. They haven't done anything. <laughs> this gig's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's the funny. There's That's the why funny. I brought him in. Can you, yeah. What are you doing next Friday? I, don't, <laughs> I think I'm busy the whole time. <laughs> you know I've got next Friday <laughs> in yes. that chair. I'm mean, actually, maybe I'm going to sit Maybe you have side. them sit in this chair. Maybe <laughs> Mel that Miller's coming. Funny. Oh, so that we're going to have a rant. Oh, wow. Yeah, and what's nice is I'm not going to let him rent. I want him to be as positive as possible. You must ask him about his woodworking. That's what I'm going to do, mm. and let get him because he does. As an older comedian, he has seen it. He has seen it all. And you talk about going through those Phases. when nothing happens. Yeah, talk to Mel and say what happened in like in the late eighties when the, the the racial divide had started to become very obvious. There was something happening, and he he got arrested. He said, "Sorry, you can't be standing up there talking about the government." Boom, J- duck jail. Mm. How many comedians are prepared to do that now? You said, "Well, we're by, almost full sorry, circle." Buddy. We're almost full circle. Oh, you we nearly went to jail for drinking a beverage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> totally. You were like with the cause. No, we've um, we've had some some pretty prolific um, cases against people like Zapiro, Even um, that's that's right. the the rude awakening. Can were we get him on here? Taken to for like seven bar each. There was suing vibes happening there. That so sounds- I mean, you know, we've got a. So basically, comedy was under the radar for a while, and then someone said, "Hey, this guy said this thing about totally, you. totally." And I think that the the what the resurgence of South African comedy that happened, say, between two thousand and two thousand and ten, has changed horribly fr- uh, from two thousand and ten to two thousand and sixteen. Um, coincidentally, with a a change of of leadership, which has not really been as tolerant as what was happening in the nineties and, and and the two thousands, because you know you've got to be very careful criticizing. Uh, oh, no, a, no a political parties ever use sense of humor as a platform. No, we're also <laughs> very, like we we're funny guys. Housing, vote for us. And we also we're going to pick six roads. And guys, we get the jokes, man. Yeah. We're <laughs> funny guys. But then uh, I also find that uh, politics and comedy goes greatly. Yeah, well, I mean the, 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 the other side of that coin. A, a flip side of looking at things. Yeah, the other side of that coin. You just open your phone now in 2016 and you read the first news article and you've got about seven wow. minutes of material. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's it's writing thing, itself. When someone said they asked John Stewart at an interview at high school because he obviously he's on tour now. He's retired. He does whatever he does. And one of the people asked him, and that's why I played that clip. She said, "Young girl, 16, whatever." She said, "When is what's the line in terms of who to offend?" And John Stewart said, "No, sorry, there is no line." I'm a comedian. 
He says, when is the line, why don't you ask a politician, when is the line to who do you drop a bomb on? And who do you decide as a politician in your office who to mm. kill tomorrow? Mm. Why, don't, why are you asking me, a comedian? I make people laugh. Mm. You're asking me. I can't make a joke about a shark attack victim or a guy in a wheelchair or someone with cancer. Or so. That's the line she was talking about. He said, no, 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 no. I know these people. I've talked to them. I've seen them. You've, not, you've never seen that guy that you killed with that bomb. Yep. You're not you, asking you that cross, politician where he's the line. Yeah, you crossed the line. There's no, so yeah, all I'm doing no is line pointing out, hey, look, there's yeah, the so line. He, just, he, he, he said it up quickly. He said, sorry. We don't have it. But that line becomes very blurred when you see a parody account of Claudi Motswaneng uh, looking like real words coming out of his face and people then are still laughing. Like, then yeah. you know what kind of exactly. uh, trouble there is when, when a parody account sounds like the real person talking. Then you can't, disem- yeah, you can't actually see who's, 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 this, who's this. Is, this is something you could have said. Yeah, totally. You're talking SABC, totally SABC, SABC guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other, the other dude. Yeah, yeah. The other dude. I'm so jacked up. I'm playing yeah. blurred lines Dude, now. Dude, you're like next level with your knowledge on politics. <laughs> it's not my podcast. I'm giving it over to Eric. Yeah. I'm just here yes. to help you yeah. become when it, better. Whenever you have a dead spot, hand over to Eric. We're going to play a song, but when we come back, I do want to go through your day. I'll say okay. random stuff. Yes. No more pretending. I dig the fact that Eric Janssen knows the song. Uh-huh. Lines, yeah. He was singing the quite chorus. well here. He was even harmonizing with Eric. Who's in that song? Can you back announce Robin a song on a podcast? Thick, Pharrell Williams and T.I. Have they all been to jail? Doing but, Well, I think, no, I they think played a shitload of my... Oh, that uh, music video, me. though, is, I think... You know what, Bivin, I decided on the... I decided, that's a very sexy music video. Yeah, but they stole, uh, they stole the riff they stole from... They uh, stole Marvin Gaye's music and then... Uh, so good that you know Marvin Took them Did you know what that is? That and then Marvin uh, Gaye put his family like, in charge of I, his I have records. nothing to do with this. I have nothing to do with this. I'm ask just a Pharrell. singer. Ask Pharrell. Really? And then, yeah, Pharrell had to suffer. So but they Pharrell was, that's why Pharrell's trying to go with get Woolworths. Woolworths money. <laughs> yeah. He's still trying to pay off his court case. Yeah, it's just like, Woolies. Owes, owes, can you, can you first some <laughs> high-end African chain store <laughs> with bracelets to, to, gullib- ah. to be gullible and, and take hang, their hang cash that sells super expensive avocados. They do all the advertising in house. I'm safe. Wow, that's So listen, you go quick Good God, can you just cool. tell us uh, so, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and next week? Little, little, wow, next week. I haven't done anything. Well, next week's gigs aren't out Remember yet, what I said about being a lazy no, comic? No, no, I'm not being a lazy comic. The thing is, people only post their gigs on Saturday evenings. But that's idiots. That's I know my gigs. I've got one coming up on the 1st of July. I've got a charity gig for Yeah, tro- but that's your children. gigs. Do you know my then gigs? Then on the 2nd of July, I'm doing um, a gig for Mohammed. Mo, 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 oh, the Bradizio. Yeah. Bradizio. Then I'm doing the underground somewhere in the south. Yeah. I've got gigs, buddy. Yeah, you've got gigs, I've but do you kids. know my Do you know the other gigs? Do you know? No, no you don't. You it, see, so just okay, said cool. It. This whole industry is based on ego. I know my. That's gigs. true. Yeah. The idea of the yeah. show is that we tell yeah. people about other people's Everybody gigs. No, I said it's mine. an ego-based trade. Sure. You're basically, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 flogging yourself as yes. a commodity. I really. flog yes. myself this morning. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Beautiful. That's why so I was late. So this weekend tonight, if you are in the Johannesburg area, you can either go through to Baseline because Baseline has a comedy night tonight. Baseline's where? Baseline is in uh, Newtown. Can you get a little bit more urban, please, Dave, in your, oh, in your you outlook? Dave, please. Well, I must on my converse. First, I must tell you where the park is. Now, I must tell you about Baseline. Okay, Baseline, Johannesburg, Newtown, if you want to see the comedy there. Also, the Goliath Comedy Club has a gig tonight and tomorrow night. Also, State Theatre, if you are in Pretoria listening to this, uh, which I highly well, hope are, that you data. are there. Yes, I hope you guys have Wi-Fi. data. And, uh, you know, buying from You can't break Wi-Fi. That's you, the one you, thing you can't you, actually. You cannot. Break the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. So if you're there, the State Theatre gig is happening. 100 bucks gets you in. And uh, yeah, you'll see myself, Jason Goliath, Glenn Biederman, Pam and Prince. And oh, I don't know who that. else. Yeah. That's fine. All I need from you is one or two gigs. You don't have to tell people every gig in the world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you don't nice want to start, start like getting audiences <laughs> and then I've start going to other comics and then LA. Dave doesn't have any work and then oh, <laughs> really, it's a mess. I really been struggling. I really have to phone old friends of mine to come into the studio and just talk about how much work that we don't have. But um, <laughs> there's two people that are, is this an S- is this a message on SMS or is it on is it on WeChat? That's oh, yeah. right. That's we what the young WeChat people are doing on the wireless. WeChat. All right, that's not Snapchat. Michelle Christenbaum. I think she she works at the at the at the aquarium in Cape Town. Morning, Dave and the gang. We're a gang. Hi. Now. Is that because you're coloured? Most probably, yeah. Okay. That's Duncan, are you no, I'm gang? kidding. Duncan's not <laughs> Duncan, Duncan, Duncan actually Duncan Smith. here. <laughs> Duncan, Duncan Smithman, no one knows. Morning, Dave and the gang. Glad you made it back to the lunatic side. We're not actually that crazy. We're actually very normal we, conversation yeah, with Dave and Cullen. Yeah, this has been fine. Uh, acclaimed. Have you won awards as as a director? I have. Louis yeah. and yeah, I've won Lions. a couple award things. I don't really keep yeah. those kind of. No, lists. exactly. Most most directors I know I know uh, Peter Pohorsky, a couple of others. They they don't do it for that. They love the fact that there's a treatment coming along. They can actually. Get their minds yeah. around, around dialogue. How to solve this 30-second thing with which we have to move around in. Do you think comedy – just will come to that. There's someone else called Woody, which I like to get oh, a message Woody's from a, Woody in the morning. Woody's, Woody's a yeah. <laughs> he's a regular guy, yeah. Woody. What are Woody's a regular guy. He takes a dump yeah, yeah. Right, right about than, now. Yeah. So yeah. good morning, guys. Super super high on caffeine. I don't know if he's a super high on caffeine he or is. if we are. He is. Okay. He is. He and he also said check out the YouTube clip for Blurred Lies, which is from Zan News. And they did a parody on – I think it was Jacob Zuma singing. Most probably, how yeah, things yeah. can be the yeah. truth, but not. Yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna do that. Gig guide, we've done. Yes, we're going back to industrious bastards. Yeah, go. I think there was a question I need to ask you though. Yeah, I don't okay. know what 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 are you, when you said go, I don't know where I was <laughs> going to go. You, to go. <laughs> I, I, you said and industrious bastard go, and I was like, where? Why are you should I go? In front of me? In terms of, in terms of the, why do you love doing what you do? These treatments and the um, solving this thirty second hmm. problem. Does comedy I don't know. help? I, I, yes, oh, definitely. I mean, I sh- I have specialized in shooting performance and comedy performance commercials. And so do you think clients know that? When I talk about clients, I'm talking about agents. Can I can I just interrupt quickly? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, other do you love Bevan? Uh, well, yes, that firstly. And then secondly, there's another gig tonight at the Joburg Theatre, the space.com theatre. Thank you, Emilio. You see, we have a listener that knows about gigs as you well. You know what's nice? They said to us, if we don't get 500 show. downloads, we can't. So can Emilio please, has he got 500 friends? My man, if you have 500 friends, and I know you're listening. Tell them to download. We we are good. We are and also go to the things. Gas Comedy uh, website, gascomedy.co.za. Yes. Literally the two Follow words, the Gas links Comedy. And you, 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 you separate wherever you are. Is that or, right? Or Cape Town. Yeah, you can us. separate. Yeah, yeah, that's what you can do. They have tabs. So then you click on the tab in the area which you are, and then it'll isolate the gigs for you. And okay. then you'll know where your gigs are happening. Cool. Sorry for interrupting. No, it's fine. Back to the Logan having a guy with so much yeah. knowledge like you. <laughs> yeah. Sex used to be what's sold in the city. Remember that? Sex sells. Have a Porsche, have a car with a naked chick on it, have, have Paris Hilton eating a burger, as opposed to David Hasselhoff eating a hamburger. Does comedy work in this country still? Yeah, no, completely. No, no, no. I mean, I think comedy still trumps that. People um, need a laugh in in inside these it's these borders to, uh, being turned on. Yeah, well, maybe they can be laughing while they're turned on as I well. People, I find girls don't, girl guys that I'm with don't like that. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, the people amount do of, laugh at me when I'm turned on. No, I know, but I mean, the amount of humans you've managed to bed because of your comedic <laughs> slant and you've as managed to, to trick looks. them as opposed to your looks. Yeah, I mean, funny is the new part. Just teensy in you. What do you mean? What is Justine? Got to be a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, I think that. I mean, I intellectually, think, I think most comedians I, are supposed to be clever. 
Well, well, they, they've got to, You've got to have a certain degree of intelligence to be able to kind of observe things in a different way. I, I think. Okay. I and then speaking about intelligence and observing things in a different way, I got yes. Mojack Lehuko. Oh, the look at that segue! Well done, <laughs> Mojack. Are you there? Mojack, I'm terribly sorry. This is Bevan. I'm sorry about what what, what you're about to walk into. Um, it's a mess. Um, I'm gonna thank you though for taking the baton. I'm stepping back. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. What's up, Mojack? Mojack, Eric's here. I'm here. Yes. Okay. I'm so confused. What's going on? It's well, we phoned you. Where, where were you earlier? Did I, I think I warned you that I might need you for the show. To he ask was, about the he was on the shitter. <laughs> no, he didn't warn me at all, but thank you for that, Dave. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find out if Grahamstown is still relevant for comics and for actors. Are you going to Grahamstown? I am going to Grahamstown. What are you going to uh, do? I'm doing, I'm in two shows. I've got my show, Hard Did I Get You? And I'm in an ensemble show with Chris Forrest and D-Fight Man called Apologies in Advance. Ah, that's amazing. You see there, it's, it's a self-deprecating theme. And this is... This how did is I get here? How did I get here? And apologies in, in advance. Oh. And that's clever. Yes. It's funny because he's acknowledging it. So if you come in there and you buy a ticket and they say apologies in advance and they go, that show is rubbish. I didn't know what yes, you were we doing. It's like, well, we apologize in advance. <laughs> and we hashtagged it. And, and, and if you hashtag our show, you've only got about another 60 characters left to say that you like it. I made a mistake naming my show like that. Because there was a guy called Robert Fridgeon who named his show... Um, free, Mojack. I'm still with you. He he yeah, called his yeah. show of Soul Doubt, which is in terms of his he doubted his soul, but he called the show Soul Doubt. So when people phoned, he said, "I'd like to, sh- to see Soul Doubt." And they go, "Yes." The people thought it was sold out. Wow, yeah, that's bad. Rookie mistake. But Mojack, wow. who's, uh, what is what is? Uh, let's talk about the ensemble one first. With what are you doing? What's the so theme? it's a bit of stand up, but mostly uh, I guess improv, uh, some musical improv, a couple of other uh, elements like rap battles. We're just going to mix it up in apologies in advance, so we also don't quite know. And that's you and Deep Fried Man and Chris Forrest. Yeah. What correct. venue? What venue? At least to try and punt something. I think we might be at the bowling club. Excellent. Three Rand 50 yeah. for a gin and tonic. And then yeah. the other show, how did I get you? That's in, that interests me. Uh, I'm at the Scouts Hall for that. The first time I'm doing it in Grahamstown, so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I've done it a few times. It's just about the random stuff that I've kind of seen growing up. My very uh, first show in 1995 was at the Scout Hall. Hashtag blessed. 1995? Yeah. My, my, all yeah. my shows end up at the Drill Hall for some reason. When, when you were still lying in a wet sack. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Cullinan just I, said I, he's old. Yeah. I wasn't born in 96, but thank you for that. Um. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. <laughs> we're, oh, we're, the, the bullies were clearing the way for you back there and before the Rundapest. I think Rundapest. that's an interesting thing. Who, who do you look up to, Mojak? Don't, and you can't, don't say Bevan and, and me no. and Eric. And he's also very he tall, can't. so he doesn't look up to many yeah. people. You're thinking of... Who, who's <laughs> your guy? Who, who did you see someone doing comedy maybe at Grahamstown earlier in your life and just said, that's what I want to do? I didn't go to Grahamstown for no, much anyway. later in my life, so that's a bad <laughs> reference. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I saw, I saw Lois Tukola early on and Fantasplus uh, early on in my career. But I mean, I love Dave Chappelle. Um, that's probably one of my favorite acts ever. Okay, so when you Lois say started did, at the underground. Did you, Lois yeah. started underground. We were talking yeah. about the underground earlier. Did you ever do it while it was still up, running? I, start, I started at the underground also. Myself and Deep Man started at the underground XMI in 2009. <laughs> People, um, you know what the thing is? You can never try and get that old vibe of the underground again. People have tried. I think the box is doing well for that Sunday night. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It has the same uh, I mean, hearts, but a different subtext. But you don't have to try and recreate it. No. it. It was what it was. It was a great space. I think exactly. we all love playing it. And we kind of have to move on and create new things. Uh, and it, it will always be remembered by the comedians of that generation. 
and our generation. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The ground, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mojang, what's your day plan for the day? Let's say goodbye to you and find out what else you're doing on a Friday. We're talking about, about comics working. Are you a lazy comic or a hardworking comic? Um, I'm very hardworking. I just woke up when they asked me if I could be on the show. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to shower and go to Durban in like a few hours. That's such a uh, random sentence. I'm going to shower and then go, go to, to Durban. Durban. So I'm going to be late for yeah. my meetings. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's my plan. Shower and go no. to Durban. Are you doing a show in Durban? Then, no, uh, there's a comedian who's getting married uh, tomorrow. Dusty Rich, my man. Yeah, you're kidding me. Come on. Yeah. He's getting married no, tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he, he puts me on the show, but I don't get the wedding invite. Yeah, it was a trap. I just realized something's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. He just got recommended. Um, no, he was you could have MC'd. <laughs> you played yourself. We're going to talk to you when you're in Gravestown. We're going we're gonna to do like a, a podcast crossover to the land of Gravestown and just speak to you in a more sadder voice when no one's coming to yeah. your show. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Thank dude. you for that. Thank you for I wish you lots of luck. I think you'll Thank do really you. well. That was from Ben. Yes, Dave, what well, a rubbish human. Well, I'm going to go shower and go to Peter Marisburg. <laughs> All the best for the show. I mean, for the wedding down there, Mr. Well, just like yeah. enjoy watching the thing happen, is what I'm trying to say. And, and come back yes, safe. Congratulations to, to uh, Thingy, Dusty, and Heidi. Sure, I'll let him know. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> send them my wishes. Sure, Have man. some cake. Cheers. Cheers. Drink all the bar. Okay, cheers. That was Mojack Le Hoko. I actually ended up going to Graham's Art, no, Edinburgh Festival, and doing like a show there, and then walking down the road and then seeing Mojack. In the street, and he goes with a with a bag. Hi guys, where are you staying? Oh, are you staying with us? Yeah. <laughs> he just took a plane and flew to Edinburgh. Damn. That's how you talk about industrious. When he when he says he's having a shower and going to Durban, that's how Merjack is. He'll go. I'm going to Edinburgh. I want to see what it's like. And he came and spent two weeks with us. And I think he got a big comedy education. Have you ever been to Edinburgh Festival? I spoke to Alan Committee and he said, why didn't you warn me? I said, no, no, no. You must go and find out that yeah, That's yourself. my feeling. That's a, but that's the whole thing with comedians. You must go and experience yeah. it for yourself. Because me. my experience might be completely different to your experience. And you might be super rad and 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 you, maybe have not. Have you done those shows? When you did Fairy, obviously you were sold out. But have you done those two, three people shows at Grahamstown? Literally, Look, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to be the rubbish human who says no. But no, I I haven't been in okay. that space. But I I do know that that is a horrible feeling. But can I tell you the growth? If you have a full night every night, you're not growing. You're doing a show and they're loving you. You have those three people and you say to them honestly, do you guys want to see the show? Because I'm a stand-up comedian. And I do rely on your energy. So I am going to be talking to you and finding us. So unfortunately, the, the three of you here are 100% of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if two of you leave, but I it is an odds game because if you're playing a 10,000 people gig, and three people and, leave. And, and half of the people think you're funny. There's still 5,000 people laughing. Oh. If you're playing a gig of 20 and, and half of them find you funny, there are 10 humans there. I wish that that was a real th- a proper, like a, what do you call it, a theory. Because I've seen it happen. I've seen if 10 people are in the audience, that is going to say you're 100%. Five of them leave this. And I try and tell people, no, 5,000 people didn't like you. Mine, yeah. only two people left. Yeah. I know yeah, it's 20%. Exactly. But, <laughs> but only two people but thought you were stupid. Here's really. the thing at Grahamstown. The one night was England playing Poland in the World Cup football oh, on my night. The next day, South Africa played Wales at a test match. Same time. So I had, and I said to the audience, I said, oh, you guys want to see the show? They said, we've bought tickets, we want to see the show. I had eight people in the show. I said, you all have to sit in the front end. You can't all sit. It's just, it's the drill hall. They're sitting in the stadium. Oh, wow. So one day, one day, one day. I said, Come, sit here. So they all sat in the front row. Then one guy in the show, he, he, he not, you know when you can leave when it's full? No one notices. Yeah, you just creep out he's a little bit. He's in the front row. And he's like, he just, he just got up and <laughs> he walked 
It's like it's like having Oaks over for a Brian. Oaks like halfway through his steak, and he just goes, "Sorry, I'm not saying anything. I'm just leaving the house, getting in my car, and driving." He turned around at the, you know, that drill hall doors, those massive wooden doors. So he goes, (laughs) and he still looked back and gave himself another chance. So he obviously listened to my last punchline. So he turned around and went like, "Yeah, no, still shit." Yeah, yeah. There he was gone. But then I realized. He wasn't ego. Once again, I thought he was hating the show. So I said to the audience, is it, is it that bad? Am I, am I sucking Maybe he had much? the runs. He went to the toilet. Totally. See. He came back. Uh. I said to them, I said, listen, I think he's gone to the toilet. I don't think the show's that shit. I think he's gone for a week because I did see him drinking. It was a morning show, one of those 9 o'clock in the morning comedy shows. Comedy's hilarious at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I had not gone to sleep. I'd been awake the whole – I'd just arrived mm. at the show. Very prepared guy. <laughs> and then he, I said, if he comes back, we're all hiding so these eight people look at me and say, what kind of comedy show is this, Dave? Literally, I said, okay, I found hiding places for all of us, curtain, and the, there was a mat there from a gymnastics thing. See, there's a positive, a positive side exactly. of eight people. Cause how are you going to hide saying. 200? Exactly. I hid them. Every single person hid away. And then when he came back, there was no one there. So he came back. And you know when you walk in and you kind of got your head down like this? You just came back to your chair. No one notices me. You and he sat down. there and he looked like this for a long time. eh? And he realized either the show's ended, but some people were giggling. And it was, and it was funny. But that's what I'm talking about, the growth. Those eight people taught me. Go, go to the edge, find a place where you can do comedy instead of being comfortable with Take it beyond the boundary, yeah. yeah. But now let's talk about your, your day, your industrious day. I wake up quite early in the day and then I hustle. Do I, you have pets? I, I hustle, uh, yeah, I got pets. What are they? I got a Jack Russell and a Dachshund. Nice. So you wake up, you feed them? Charles and Amy. Yeah, so they, they, <laughs> are they, they named after famous people? Uh, my, my dead grandparents. Mm. The Lang famous. I remember all yeah. the shows they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they ever do that? Do they know Dez and Dawn? No. Um, I just <laughs> like, a, I just like pets that have got like human names. But that's, but you know what the problem is? The trauma. Yeah. Charles and Amy are going to die. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> like, like every organism prepared, on this planet. But are you prepared for that again? <laughs> wow. I'm totally, Dave, I'm totally, on, I'm, no, I'm just being I'm serious. Totally, <laughs> I'm totally prepared for it. Yeah. But yeah. are you going to bury them because you save money? You can bury Charles and Amy. No, Again. my family doesn't bury humans. We're cremators. Oh man, you guys are so cool. No, there's not enough space left on this planet for, <laughs> for, 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 for people colonies. alive or dead. Yeah, we've yeah. got to be cremating. D- does your dad still own a bottle store? I'm just yeah. wondering. If yeah, he does. If you want to buy booze, go to Cork Bay or Musenberg. <laughs> I did oh, a show yeah. at Cork Bay called, uh, no, also lots of people came to see Eddie Kazar came to watch <laughs> the show I've made. I called it, um, What's So Funny? Now that's the biggest mistake I made because the journalist, Went, yeah, what is nothing. so funny? <laughs> nothing, yeah. I've got the answer for you, I mate. To the post- Absolutely nothing. It was called the Postage Stamp yes. Theatre or something, or the Post Box Theatre. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's in St. James. And I invited Eddie Kazar, because Eddie Kazar that, at that stage was like the big promoter. promoter. Yeah, yeah. Come see me in my one-man show. Yeah. Except, what's come so see me funny. die slowly. Didn't die. On this stage of <laughs> splinters. <laughs> having, learned, you know, having learned from Graham Star, what I did was I hid away. Wow, that's nice. Come and find me. No, I didn't. I did a funny show, and and, and Eddie Kazar since then always never booked. booked At least once, (laughs) always never booked. When when those other funny guys couldn't make it. The other day, I had a meeting at Eddie Kazar's office, and there's a thing on the wall there, you know, like, and it's and they just say, look, we're going to do this comedy ensemble, we're going to go, and there's a big sign that don't book Dave. That's just that's how they start the meeting. It's like a disclaimer. So then, what do you do? Tell me how you how you become famous. If there is a guy, you know what I like about comedy? There's different things to do. Voiceovers, and I think people are recognizing your voice from selling them, sell them some oh, yeah. wood from Builders Warehouse. Buy wood. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of. I do. Can you make got, it louder? Can you make the? We've got wood. 
and you need it. And you need to buy it. Can you sound taller? Um, no. <laughs> That's wow. when they put sound effects in. I, w- I wake up and then I work on whatever I'm working on and then I go to, go to sleep. But when you're creating stuff like when you're a stand-up comedian like you are, can happen you can't actually stop at 5 p.m. Because you might see something funny at 9 p.m. That's, that's informing what you were doing between 9 and 5. True. That's exactly. So but that's true. what I'm saying. Maybe Seinfeld found a, a way to do that. But as a comedian, I also, last night at 2 o'clock in the yeah, morning. the way he found is, is he hired a team of writers. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we get these writers from? That's what I did last night funny. at 2 o'clock in the morning, I, I, I brewed my own beer. Last night, I went on to I designed my website at 2 o'clock in the morning. After doing, It was exactly what you're saying. But for me, that's my time of working. 2 o'clock in the morning, I had the idea saying, take away everything from that website that you got. It's too obvious. And make it funnier. And make it cheaper. Go for WordPress. No, I oh. went for with Tank, <laughs> which is a template-based thing. But I, the idea came... Literally, I was, I was getting undressed, getting in bed, and I said, hang on a minute, what's, what's so fancy about my beer? It's, it has no, it's no different. And then it's comedy-flavored beer. Wow, that's nice. How do you get, your, how do you get your comedy in juice into your beer? That's the, that's the question. At 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> my comedy juice at 2 o'clock in the morning flows freely. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I sent you a video. Thanks. <laughs> Listen, to have Bevan Cullen on, on, this, on, this, on my first pod, podcasty thing has yes. been a privilege. You've got so much knowledge and stuff, and I butted in when you were talking mostly. No, no problem. It just took the heat off me. <laughs> well, that's fun. probably because of your fake snakeskin leather jacket. Yeah, wow. puts most of the heat on you. You see, you, you do see? dress well. We it's just fun, to dress Dave. you. No. We had fun. We had fun, and then you went too far. If he hits you outside, I won't even <laughs> be. Apologies in advance. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this podcast. So listen, are we supposed to say go fuck uh, yourselves? Are we not into that vibe? We supposed to say go fuck yourselves. You can if you want. I don't to. want to. I don't feel. Well, we I have feel to that sign off first. It has to be the final thing. I want to say goodbye from Eric. So goodbye from Eric. Goodbye from Bevan. And uh, Duncan as well doesn't say much. He's your speaker on. He says nothing. He says goodbye. What's this thing called the microphone? microphone. He says goodbye on his own. And, and I'm, Dave I'm says Dave goodbye. Levinson, and Dave Levinson, although people call me um, Poopal and Durst and stuff. <laughs> and Dave Levenstein. But I just uh, think it's, this has been a fantastic start to a podcast history. You yes. I'm glad on the right I'm foot. glad I was your first, Dave. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Do you say it together like KTV. One, two, three. Go, Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. This is cliffcentral.com.